Hey guys, this is Gary. Thanks for listening to the Let's Talk Soccer podcast. I do this podcast each week with my 12-year-old son, Josh, and we talk about all kinds of cool things related to soccer, and we really get to sort of hear and see soccer through the eyes, especially of a 12-year-old boy. And we talk about everything from professional soccer to youth soccer to organizations that contribute to soccer in a charitable way to the digital worlds of soccer like FIFA and Futhead. So we think we bring something really unique to the table. So we hope you'll listen. We hope you'll share this with your friends. And we definitely want to hear from you. So here's how you can reach us. You can find us on social media through Twitter at Let's Talk Soccer 2. On Facebook, just look for Let's Talk Soccer 2. And in both of those cases, it's the number 2. On Instagram at Let's Talk Soccer. And on YouTube at Let's Talk Soccer. You can always email us also at Let's Talk Soccer 2 at gmail.com. Hello, everyone. I'm Gary. I'm Josh. Let's Talk Soccer. So today is Wednesday, August 17th, 2016. And before we get started, I wanted to talk about a couple of things. First up, Everyone is used to this podcast coming out on Wednesdays, usually later Wednesday evening, late afternoon, due to Josh starting school again and a pretty aggressive soccer practice schedule. We are actually going to move our podcast to Sundays. We will not do one this coming Sunday on the 21st. Uh, Josh has a tournament, so we will – our next – podcast will be posted on Sunday, August 28th. So just want to let you know that if you're expecting one next week, next Wednesday, and you don't hear it, it's not because we forgot to do it or the podcast is over with. It's just that we are making a move for, I guess, strategic reasons. Yeah. So we will go ahead and do that. Secondly, our listenership was way up this past week. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has listened and everyone who has told a friend. It is catching on, and that's a really cool thing. And then our last announcement before we get into breaking it on down is that we'd like to give a shout-out to Kofi Apare, defender from DC United. He is a pretty avid follower of ours on Instagram, Um, And it's cool, you know, that um, that we have a pro like him following us. So it's Mm -hmm. an honor and we just think it's pretty neat. So thank you, Kofi, if you are listening to us. All right, Josh, let's get into before we spend the bulk of our time talking about the Premier League opening weekend. We need to just say, sadly, that the U.S. women's team is out of the Olympic tournament. Pretty big disappointment going out in the quarterfinals to Sweden, which... It was in PKs, and I mean, we just didn't play no. up to up to what we should have. It reminds me of the Germany Italy Euro match, yes, um, with yes. some of those just horrific penalty kicks. Mm-hmm. At least from the U.S. side, mm-hmm. um, Sweden did their job more or less. Um, you know, and and the big billing before this tournament was, or before this match was that. Um, the U.S. was going to face their former manager, yes. um, who now manages Sweden. So, you know, there was a. It was this match maybe meant a little bit more than other matches would, and we couldn't get it done in regular time. 
and it went to penalty kicks, and a couple of our star players just shanked their penalty kicks. So just goes to show you whether you're you know, a beginning player, a youth footballer, or the best in the world, mistakes happen, mm-hmm. and you have to figure out how to rebound. You can practice those penalty kicks until your foot falls off, but you cannot replicate the pressure that comes with, you know, your country's hopes on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just can't practice that part of it. Yeah. So, you know, um, mistakes happen, misses happen, and they'll move on from that. So that was sad enough. But then Hope Solo comes out with these comments basically calling the Swedish players cowards, which I thought was just in bad taste. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Hope has had a record of doing silly things and not necessarily setting the best example, especially for a lot of the the girls that look up to her. And I think it's a real shame. The rest of the team handled it with class, like you should, um, any loss or any win for that matter. Um, But she didn't. And I just think it's a shame. And I know that she's caused problems and headaches with the management of the U.S. women's team, and it'll be interesting to see where she goes from here. That might have been the last straw. You know, I think that as a very, very talented goalkeeper, they probably kept her around longer than they normally would any other mm-hmm. player because yeah. of the position she plays and how well she plays it. But, you know, there might be a younger player that's hungry and maybe just as good waiting in the wings and she needs to think about that. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes and if um, if Jill Ellis and the rest of the U.S. women's you know higher-ups, what they do with her, if they do anything with her. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. All right, let's go ahead then and move on to the Premier League. So it was wonderful to see it back. Yeah, very, very awesome. Now, you had a tournament... Th- this past weekend, too, so we didn't get to catch a lot of the action live. We recorded a lot. We watched a lot of highlights. But it was just fantastic to even know it was there, to get score updates on my phone, you know, as you're playing. And we're at the tournament site and everything. It was just really, really cool. So I thought what we'd do is let's start with the results. And we also made picks last week. So what we're going to do sort of new this season is each week we're going to go through our picks and see how close we were mm-hmm. and go from there. So let's go ahead and start with Sunday's results. First up, Man City. Actually, yeah, Man City and Sunderland. And... Man City wins 2-1. So, I think it was a bit of a letdown for the City. Uh-huh. Um, they could have done a bit better. Yeah. Um, I predicted they were going to win 4-0 against Sunderland. I had 3-0. So, um, we, we were both correct on the win. The score, we were pretty far off. Yeah. Um, Man City, just a lot of their star players just weren't performing. They got a goal very, very early. Yeah. A uh, penalty kick. Yep. And then um, then Stunderland get one back. Mm-hmm. And then they get quite a lucky own goal. You know, and the interesting thing before the match even started is that two of City's star players don't get the start. Mm-hmm. 
most interesting, I think, is that Joe Hart didn't. Clearly, Pep is not a fan. Clearly. And, you know, if you believe the rumors, um, Joe Hart is not going to be on the city roster for much longer. Yeah. So I believe that I've seen um, that Pep is interested in either Ter Stegen or Bravo. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if either of those come to life. Yaya Torre also didn't get the start. Nope, he did not. Pep has come out and said that Torre definitely has a place on this team. Um, so we'll see why. Maybe Pep just wanted to try something different and see. Or maybe he was sending a message to the team mm-hmm. that no one is indispensable. And either you you play his style and do what he asks or you're gone. Yeah. So, you know, you can't fault him for that. He's trying to lay down the law very early in the season, right mm-hmm. from the bat. But either way, I'm happy. City won. Aguero's on the score sheet. And here we go. All right. Next up, we have Burnley hosting Swansea. Swansea wins 1-0. So... Another, I, this was one of the ones I commented being the uh, winner of the most boring match. Yep. It also pretty much lived up to that. Only a 1-0 victory. Um, My, my going to Swansea. So I did get the the difference in goals, correct? Yeah. It was a 1-0 victory. And you got the win. Yeah, I also got the win. But I did not get the correct score. And I picked a 1-1 draw, so... Other than the one goal for Swansea, I pretty much didn't get anything right. Yeah. All right. So next up, we have Crystal Palace and West Brom. So we both said it was going to be a 1-1 draw. Right. And the actual result was? It was 1-0 to West Brom. West Brom, right. So uh, we didn't really get anything out of that one. <laughs> no. Except we got the, the one goal for West Brom. We yes, got that that's right. that's true. That is true. So we'll give ourselves a little credit. All right, next up, Spurs go to Everton. Result is a 1-1 draw. We both we both got this very wrong. Yeah, we did. Uh, we, both, we both went with 3-0 to Spurs. Yeah. And we didn't come anywhere near. No. And interesting, you know, that Spurs... Uh, didn't get the start that they wanted to the season for sure. Yeah, I mean, I expected a lot more out of Spurs than this. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, next up, Middlesbrough and Stoke. So new entrant to the Premier League this year, Middlesbrough, um, plays to a 1-1 draw with Stoke. I think that's a very great result for Middlesbrough, yep. getting a point out of their first match. Um I said it was going to be 2 nil to Stoke. And I said 1 nil to Stoke. So I was right on the one goal for Stoke. I'll give myself a little bit of credit there. But not a bet. You know, Middlesbrough walks away with a point. So not too shabby for them. Yeah, that's pretty decent so far. Absolutely. Good start for the right. season. Next up, Watford and Southampton also play to a 1-1 draw. I, I picked 1-1 out you of this game. Nicely and I done. got it correct. Dead on. I picked 2-1 in Southampton's favor. So you get all the points for that one. I wish I just... I wish I picked one fun for, like, all of these matches. And then lastly, maybe the biggest shocker of the weekend is that Hull City beats Leicester City 2-1. So new entrant Hull comes in and gets all three points against last season's title winner. That hasn't happened in a while, ever since the new era of the Premier League. Yep. And uh, I think we can all say no one expected this. Uh, no one expected Hull to come out and beat Leicester. Yeah. 
let alone like they they actually just performed amazing. They did. They Hall was playing at home against a relatively unhappy group of fans, not unhappy mm-hmm. with the team, but unhappy with the management and the people running the club. So, you know, hopefully at least the fans are happy with the win and they can take a little comfort in pride in that. Mm-hmm. Now, I think what's well, first let's say our picks. We both picked 2-0 to in favor of Leicester City. Um, so we were way off on that. Now, a lot of people, I think, are going to overreact. Mm-hmm. Just like any other sport. It's opening weekend. If your team wins, they're going to win the championship. If your team loses, the whole season is lost. Neither are the case. <laughs> and, you know, we'll see how Leicester City rebounds from this. But it is definitely not the start they wanted, but it's also not the end of the world. All right, let's move on to Sunday then. So we have Man U beating Bournemouth convincingly. Zlatan gets a goal. They win 3-1. I got this one correct. I picked 3-1. Um, I'm very happy with that. Um, I'm a Man United fan, as you guys should know. Um, and I'm I'm glad with this victory. Uh, it seems a lot different than the other Man U from last year, which if they were still under Louis van Gaal, I think this would have came out maybe a 1-1 draw. But yeah. I'm glad that they won, and I'm also glad that I got the result correct. Absolutely. You did. That was a great pick. You've got a couple dead-on picks now, and that is not too bad. Let's see. I picked – where's mine here? I picked 3-0 to United, so I was off by a bit. I did get the number of goals that United scored, so I'll give myself a little bit of credit there. But great start. For the Red Devils, mm-hmm. um, you know, when, you know, Pogba and Mkhitaryan get in to play full matches, it mm-hmm. they're going to be scary good. So that'll be a lot of fun to watch. And then the last match on Sunday and probably what would be billed as the match of the weekend was Liverpool going to Arsenal in a high-scoring match. And Liverpool walks away with a 4-3 victory over Arsenal at Arsenal. This was another one where no one expected this. Yeah. No one expected that. I mean, this was definitely the best match of the weekend. I mean, so many goals. A lot of lovely goals. Beautiful goals. Especially uh, there was a Coutinho free kick. Oh, it was great. It was lovely. Top left corner. Yeah, curled it beautifully. Yeah, it was so lovely. And I I said it was going to be a 2-2 draw. Okay. Uh, I didn't get anywhere near correct. And I said a 1-1 draw. So, so you were even, even further. Further off, yep. Um, but a great match. Arsenal, one of the favorites, at least to finish high, and some people mm-hmm. probably have to win the league. And um, they walk away at the loss. So now they need to get their act in order. Mm-hmm. And maybe they will finally decide to make a move for a true striker or something. Maybe Fenger, yes. he's in the last year of his contract, I believe. So mm-hmm. if he's going to make a move, now's the time to do it. All right. And then on Monday, we had Chelsea beating West Ham 2-1. So I, we both said it was going to be 3-2 to Chelsea. So we got the win, and we got the Difference. differential and goal. So I'm actually really happy with that. Um, Chelsea bouncing back from a poor season last year. Yeah. And coming up against a, a challenging West Ham. Uh, I wouldn't say this is the easiest kind of opening match. So I think they'll be pretty happy with that. 
Anyone's a good one. Yeah, I think you're right. All right, let's go on then and move into our predictions for the fixtures coming up this weekend. And we actually begin on Friday with Man U and Southampton. So they're playing at Old Trafford. Uh, it's going to be nice to see the new Man U crowd uh, at Old Trafford. I'm very excited for this. I think it's going to be a 2-1 victory to Man U. Yeah, this is where you would presume Pogba is going to come in after serving his one-match suspension. And the you're right, the crowd is going to be crazy here and behind this. I say we may see a 3-0 Blowout. I would like for that to happen. All right. Then we move to Saturday. We have Man City going to Stoke. So this is another one where Man City is should be expected to win. Yeah. And I'm gonna think it's gonna be sort of like the um it's gonna be sort of like the Sunderland match. Mm-hmm. And I think it's gonna actually end in a two two draw. Okay. I can see that, but I hope that it won't, and I'm going to bet with my heart instead of my head and say that City walks away with a 2-1 victory. Okay. All right. Then, Liverpool goes to Burnley. So, this is going to be one where if Liverpool perform the way they performed against Arsenal, they should dominate. Absolutely. And I think they will, and I think they're going to walk away with a 3-0 victory. Wow. Um, I agree that Liverpool is going to go in. They've got a hot hand. They showed that they can hang with one of the best while playing away. Um, I believe that they will get away with the win too. And But I believe it's going to be a much closer match, and it's a 1-0 win for Liverpool. Okay. All right. Next up, we have Swansea hosting Hull. So, uh, Hull are on some good form, I would say. Not really a form because they've only played one match. But... Coming off a victory against the champions of last year, I think they're going to also get a a good result for their standard, Uh getting a 1-1 draw. Yeah, you know, that's exactly what I was thinking. I think that they will walk away with a point. Swansea's going to be frustrated. Uh And I agree, 1-1. Okay. All right. The next match is Spurs versus Crystal Palace. And this is is one where if... Crystal Palace play the way they played at the start of last season. Yeah. Pretty decent. They could they could do some damage against Spurs, but I don't think they'll do that. I think they're too inconsistent of a team. And I think Spurs will walk away with a 2-1 victory. Yeah, Spurs kind of has to um, get something out of this. They need three points. Yes, they do. Um and I think that, that they will. I think it's going to be close until the end, though. Um, what did you say the score was going to be? I said a 2-1. 2-1. Um, I'm going to say a 1-0. I think it's going to be a bit of a, a nail-biter. Mm-hmm. It could go anywhere. It could. Okay. Chelsea go to Watford in the next match. This one is going to be actually one of the best games of the weekend, in my opinion. Wow. I think it's going to be really, really close. And I think it's going to end in a 1-1 draw. Interesting. I think Chelsea is inspired with their new manager. I think uh, Hazard is going to have a bit of a um, rise from the ashes, 
so to speak, and I think he's going to find his form finally. And I think he's going to get a brace, and Chelsea's going to win 2 0. Okay. All right. Next up, maybe one of the most boring matches, at least prior to, over the week, got a couple. Yeah. Um, Everton go to West Brom. So, um, I think Everton's going to win. Uh, I don't think it's going to be pretty yeah. in any case. Never is. Um, but I do think they're going to get a 1-0 victory. Okay. Man, this is tough. Everton have to, or I think their fans are going to riot or something, maybe. Um, I am hesitant to say that they're going to win. I'm going to say it's a nil-nil draw. I think it is It is going to live up to its billing as one of the most boring matches. Okay. Maybe the match of the weekend is Arsenal going to Leicester City. Okay. This is, a, this is really hard. Um, Leicester lost to Hull, but Arsenal also lost to Liverpool. So I'm actually going to go with it being... A 2-2 draw. Wow. Um, both teams have to win. Yes, they There's do. no doubt about it. Um, for pretty much the, the same reason is that they're expected to win. This is mm-hmm. a tough draw for both of them. Um, you said a 2-2 draw? Yes, I did. Hmm. I think... I think Leicester City are going to find it somehow very, very late in the match and pull out a 2-1 win over Arsenal. Okay. The winner of the most boring game of the weekend goes to Sunderland versus Middlesbrough. Yes. Uh, and I think it's going to live up to that, and I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw again. 1-1, I say 0-0. Okay, even more boring. Yes, exactly. Just like the Everton-West Brom match, in my opinion. And then finally, we have Bournemouth going to West Ham. I think West Ham is going to recover from the Chelsea loss. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to win 2 0. 2 0. I believe that West or that Bournemouth is going to win 1 0. Ooh, interesting. So we will see. We will next week, we'll check back in um, and see who's got what. All right, and then finally, even though it is very, very early in the season, we'll go through the table very quickly. Probably no commentary needed, but we'll just read it down. And a lot of this is based either on goal differential, because so many teams are tied on points, or even just goes alphabetically by team name um, if goal differential doesn't work. But we have in first place, Man U. Second, Liverpool. Third, Chelsea. Fourth, Hull. See how long that lasts. Fifth City, sixth Swansea, seventh West Brom, eighth Everton, Middlesbrough in ninth, Southampton in tenth, at eleventh Stoke City, twelfth is Tottenham Hotspur, thirteenth Watford, fourteenth Arsenal, fifteenth Leicester City, sixteenth Sunderland, seventeenth West Ham, eighteenth Burnley, Crystal Palace in nineteenth, and then bringing up the rear is Bournemouth. Now, it would be interesting to take a snapshot of this table and see how it compares, uh, say, a couple months from now and even at the end of the season. I think it's going to be a much different looking table than we have. All right. So I think we've talked about the Premier League for a good amount of time. Let's go ahead and we'll take a break and we will be right back. 
So normally right about now we'd cover the summer transfer news and information, but there really hasn't been anything of note. So we're going to skip that and jump right into <clears throat> digital soccer. And we talked last week about the Premier League, the new app they have. And we kind of took a focus on um, the fantasy league mm-hmm. that we can play and that we're a part of. So we just wanted to say that if you haven't seen it yet, go to our Instagram account at Let's Talk Soccer or our Twitter account at Let's Talk Soccer 2, and you'll see our team. We took a screenshot of it. We posted it in a couple different ways. We took a screenshot directly from the app itself, and then Josh went into the Futhead squad creator and created it that way. So take a look. We would love your thoughts. If you have a photo of your fantasy team, please send it to us. We'd love to take a look at it and compare notes a little bit. And then also on both our Twitter, 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 <laughs> Twitter and Instagram accounts, we posted every single FIFA cover ever. So from 1994, I think, yep. up through the upcoming 2017 cover. So vote on your favorite cover. We've had a good amount of feedback. We love more feedback on it. But, you know, kind of a it's kind of interesting to see who was on the cover, you know, either mm-hmm. a single player or multiple players. Mm-hmm. I think we, although we didn't mm-hmm. officially count that um, Wayne Rooney yes. seems to own <clears throat> the title for mm-hmm. most covers. Yes, he's been on it a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool and interesting. So please go check it out and let us know what you think. And then lastly, Josh, you said you um, there has been a release of some new FIFA Legends. Yes. And you take it away. Okay. So if you don't know what FIFA Legends are, it, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's, <clears throat> it's a legend in the game of FIFA Ultimate Team. So I'll run through the, the Legends right now. <clears throat> so Jamie Carragher, the center back of Liverpool mm-hmm. is going to be one of the new legends in the game. That's a good one. Alessandro Del Piero, uh, the striker slash center forward. Uh, he spent most of his career at Juventus. Another legend. Yep. He's going to be on the game. Rio Ferdinand basically spent his whole career at Manchester United. He yep. will also be in the game. Nice. This guy named Luis Hernandez, he was a Mexican striker. He was basically just... All around the clubs in Mexico. Yeah, okay. Uh, not too many that are notable. All right. Uh, Mark Overmars. He was a pacey winger, and he spent his career at Ajax, a bit at Barcelona, and also at Arsenal. Okay. Emmanuel Petit. Uh, he was a defensive midfielder, spent most of his career at Monaco, mm-hmm. and then also a bit at Arsenal. All right. Uh, Carlos Puyol. He will be back in the game. Uh, we know him, the... The captain of Barcelona, amazing player, yep. very hardworking. A beast, yep. Uh, Paul Scholes spent his whole career at Manchester United, and then he retired, then he came back and won another title. Yep. Um, I'm glad about that one. Yep. Uh, this guy named Ole Solskjaer. I believe it's Ole, but yeah. Ole Solskjaer. Uh, he's Norwegian. Uh-huh. He's a striker, and he did win the Champions League with Manchester United. Nice. And then Sebastian Veron. This one has been confirmed very early by, uh, I think it was uh, Boca Juniors, which was very early. Uh-huh. 
And he spent most of his career at Sampdoria, a bit by Boca Juniors. Okay. And then also at Manchester United. So those are all the legends that are going to be in the new FIFA. Nice. Cool. So if anyone out there that's listening has thoughts on that, whether you like or dislike any of those legends, or you have a suggestion on who you would add to the list, Mm -hmm. let us know. And here's how you can let us know. On Twitter, you can find us at Let's Talk Soccer 2. That's the number two. On Facebook, just look for Let's Talk Soccer 2. On Instagram, we're at Let's Talk Soccer. And on YouTube, you can find us also at Let's Talk Soccer. You can always email us at Let's Talk Soccer 2 at gmail.com. So let us know your feedback on anything we covered today on the podcast, anything that we've posted ever. And thank you for listening. And remember to please tell a friend. And we will talk to you um, on Sunday, August 28th. It's going to be a while, but we'll see you then. All right. And everyone wish Josh good luck in his tournament. Until next time, we say peace. Peace. Goodbye.